going on guys? Another edition of Baseball Rants. I am half your host at Coach Kilgore. And I am your other half. The better looking half probably. Well, it's up for debate still. Uh, I'm uh, Jeff Himes. Uh, I go by fours here on the podcast. Um, Jeremy, what's going on man? It, it has been a crazy week. It really has. And I'm so glad that we decided that Thursdays were going to work better for us. I know. It's... Um, you know, a little bit of change here, but week one kind of decided that, you know, week one of this new day has uh, not disappointed. Oh my goodness. We have so much to go through from just yesterday. I know. And uh, yeah, we chose Why Can't We Be Friends for a Reason because uh, that was a fun day to watch. April 11th will go down as a day that we remember a few of those things. And I found my new spirit animal yeah? yesterday. Yeah. Who's that? Joseph. Kelly Jr. <laughs> that guy is a man. Yeah. So uh, yeah. we'll talk about the brawls. We'll talk about the excitement. And uh, we'll talk about some of our own experiences with them because sure. that's what we do here. And uh, we're not going to sit and bore people with uh, stats every single time. Right. But, uh, yeah. No baseball games going on this afternoon either. So Cubs already lost. But Schwarber hit one. Yep. So uh, he did. Small minor news for me as a Reds fan. Votto, for the first time in over a year, is out of the lineup tonight. Really? He played 162 last year, and he's took, you know, he, he goes and stands up for Brian Price. Hey, let's not fire the guy. And then he's out of the lineup the next night? Did he go and talk to Price, or is he just getting a break? Because if he's just getting a break, then Price needs fired. Um, I mean, what are we in here, game 13? Yeah. Roughly? Approximately. Um, I, I think he'd, he'd almost have to have said, hey, you know what, I need a breather, or, you know, I'm not feeling 100%, I've got a little bang up, something. Well, and his numbers show that he's not doing well for his numbers. Right. You know, but we're not talking, they're average MLB numbers, and he's probably very frustrated. Right, and and, and um, I'll, I'll go on a limb here, you know, as a former player, as we both were, and, you know, I'm not taking anything away from Joey Votto or saying this or that. For all we know, this could be just um, a, a mental break. You yeah, know, not saying absolutely. that not saying that he's you know a mental midget or anything like that. No, that may just be a thing that says you know what I I need a day. I'm to just watch, just I'm to pressing. watch. Yep, that's what that means. You can use him as a pinch hitter later in the game. Let him get his one at bat. Just stay in the flow. But yep. yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, the uh, the the big UCL tear in New York. Dion, I can't say his name ever. Um, uh, Travis Darno? Yeah, I, I still don't. I'm not going to try. Right. I still try. Der, stop. I'm just going to stop. <laughs> yeah, UCL tear. Partial yeah. tear. Possible TG surgery on the, uh, on the uh, hook for that. Now, you want some useless baseball knowledge? Absolutely. You know that Tommy John was not the first person to get Tommy John surgery. Did you know that? Um, I think I did, but I'm not 100% sure. So there's like... Uh, five to ten times it was tried before him and none were successful. Mm. One being the former head coach of Wright State, which the stadium, Ron Nishwish, who uh, was still coaching when I was in high school, and uh, th- they were an option I was looking at to go there. Okay. And he's super, he was an older gentleman, a super great guy. His sure. son went to the school right next to us, so he, he lived like ten minutes from my house. Wow. And uh, his son got killed in a, a car accident, so uh-huh. the the... the Rival high school was named after the field was after his son. The Wright State field is after him. Wow. Could have been TJ. Could have been called Nishwish surgery. Right. Out of all things. Right. So, uh, I just thought that you would like the useless I, useless facts that I bring. I I do I do like it. It it keeps uh, you know I, I think that's what keeps baseball unique is there's always there's always something new, you know, um, as we saw yesterday. <laughs> There's always stuff that you can see, you know, that you're not expecting when you go to the ballpark. I did not expect a lot of that. So, um, one side note, since you're a Cubs guy and the Cubs are finally turning it around here, uh, Baez called out by his teammates. Did you hear about this? I, I did not. For the bat flip on the pop-up to the infield, he was frustrated. Uh, and so, teammates had a private meeting with him. And Clint Hurdle kind of got all I, I frustrated that. about that. I get it. I, I saw that. And and Hurdle included Wilson Contreras in there for a lack of respect. 
to the game. Uh, I get it. I think that Hurdle's still one of those old school guys. Mm-hmm. I think these are some of the new school guys. Uh, I don't proclaim yourself to be the best catcher in the world yet. Right. And Javi, he gets excited. We know he plays with some passion. Right. But. Here, here, here's my two cents on it before we move on. Um, I, I, I'm one of the old for for being a younger fan that had played. I'm still one that's close. I'm slowly getting out of the baseball traditionalist. Um, here's here's why I, I I somewhat disagree with Clint Hurdle, regardless of if it was two players from the Cubs, two players from the Reds, Rays, whoever. You know, at what point are we going to give some of these younger, um, you know, foreign players that play with a lot of emotion? When are we going to give them the benefit of the doubt? You know, because we'll criticize a player that you know, makes a bonehead play, boots a ball, and shows no emotion, and we sit there and tell them, well, look, they don't even look like they care. But then when something like this happens, it's disrespectful to the game. There's too much gray area in that for me. There is a lot of gray area. You're absolutely right. Well, it begs the the question, not a closer per se, but let's say you get a big strikeout and a fist bump or something, Mm -hmm. but you don't see the pitcher throwing his glove up in the air. Like, I that's, got you. That's true. Or, that's you know, true. So th- there's a lot of gray areas with it. I'm okay with some bat flips, but let's remember we're in April. Right. It's like and, middle and, of April. And I believe he got out on the play. Yeah. Yeah, I popped up to the infield. Right. So uh, it wasn't like it went out. So I don't know. The bat flips get out of control at points, but I they understand do. them at, at other points. Right. So you can admire, but don't stand there like a dummy. Sure. As a catcher, you want to show up my pitcher. I will put one as close to your ear hole as I as I can. Right. And I will tell the pitcher, you know, I don't care if you throw four miles an hour or four hundred kind right. of feeling. You're you're the guy's wearing it. Don't ever show up my pitcher. You can bat flip if you hit one, but don't show him up. There is, you know, don't stand and take pictures of it type of feeling. You know, it'd be like a guy, you know, a touchdown celebration in the NFL. Taking the the selfie out to take a or selfie with the pitcher after he right that's right. what it would feel like absolutely and and you know we 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 get hung up on this and and I'm one that's vocalized it here you know on on the podcast at what point are we going to tell these hitters you know we I I I know how hard it is to hit ninety five ninety six ninety seven out of the park and it, it you know I, I want to know what it's like because I never have. You know, I've never no. taken someone deep like that. So I get the bat flip, and it's a lot of emotion, but they're paid millions to do that, to, to, to hit, to be a professional hitter. You yeah. know, so at what point does it just, you know, what point is the, the bat flip phase really going to, you know, just, you know, uh, be done? That's, that's one question I have. Uh, no, it, and it's a fair question, to say the least. Yep. So, uh some other news, uh, Zimmerman, Jordan Zimmerman, got hit by Kipnis' line drive yesterday yeah. right in the face. Yeah. And he went down, but my goodness, he got right back up. Yeah. And walked off under his own power, and word is that he should make his next start. Right, which is, it. I mean, it's one of those things that's amazing. And, and um, you know, like I, I think we had talked, you know, earlier today, maybe last night, that Kipnis didn't miss that ball at all. No, I he mean, hit it on the screws. One oh six, I yeah. think. You know, one hundred six miles an hour off the bat, and and I think we're getting into that era, the era of baseball that you could tell that Kipnis was upset. Yes, absolutely. Um, um you know, and and it, it's awesome that he got up, and you know, of course, that's not going to feel good. And he was down, and it was, you know, it was a little, it's it's ugly to see that, but it. It, you know, for for everyone involved, I think it turned out well. It hit him, hit him the in the best right spot possible scenario yep. for what happened. Yep. So, um, you know, it's good, good to, uh, um, you know, uh, you know, it's it's good that that happened. It's not good that it happened, but it good that it turned out the way it did. Yeah, so. I I agree. Yeah. I think that there there's no good way for it to happen. Right. I, I'm I'm wondering when pitching masks are coming. Yeah, I know they have the hat. They have the hat, hat. like nobody wears it. No, I think the next generation might see it. We we saw the netting for the fans, which some 
with everything going on, it's not the fans aren't paying attention like they used to sure. because pictures of the field, that kind of thing. Which, mm-hmm. but I'm okay with the Nets. Yep, I'm too. very okay that if I take my three year old mm-hmm. to the park, that she can be close to the field still and see the field mm-hmm. without. I'm not scared that I'm going to have to jump in front of something. And I was a former player. Right. You know, a lot of these people are not, you know, some of them are business suits that, for lack right. of a better term, have no hand-eye coordination or nerdy. Right. right. And that's okay because they love the game still. Sure. So, yeah, no, I, uh, I'm i okay. Uh, another another thing, uh, Elvis Andres, yep. no surgery. That's good. Huge That's news. good, so yeah. So he should be out in, or for two months. Yep, fractured elbow. I think. I mean, more or less. Um, yeah, which is good. I mean, that's you know, whenever you see someone, you know, take one, um, you know, hand, finger, you know, wrist area. You it's know, it, scary. It, it, it uh, is another guy that got hit this past week by the Phillies, Eugenio Suarez, who was it started out really well for the mm-hmm. Reds. He'll probably be back in six weeks overall. Yep. Uh, Probably they said a month of recovery, and then he should be playing three or four exhibition games, and he should be ready. Sure. So that begs: Do the Reds now bring up Nick Sinsel? He moved over to third base from second base. They need to. I bet he he's one that I'm really excited to see. Um, but he's only hitting like a buck seventy five in eh, AAA. I mean, I I understand it. I get it. Um, you know, and, and I don't know if there's a better time for it. Tomorrow will tell. Tomorrow, because tomorrow is the service date. The the super twos. I think you can get called up tomorrow. Correct. Yes. yes yeah. Tomorrow. So. so so we'll probably see Acuna come up for a Braves team that's really hot right now. They don't need him right this minute. They don't. They don't. Um. So yeah, time will tell. You know, over the next what twelve hours here, just to see. You know, yeah. maybe. You know, twelve hours or less. I'd say to see. You know what? Uh, what some of these clubs do. And, um, you know, I'm going to hate to say this. I'm going to have to eat my words multiple times, I think, this year. If the, the first few weeks are any indication of what's coming. Mets are 10-1 and one right now. Yeah. Uh, Braves are 7-5. and five. Yep. Pittsburgh's 9-3. and three. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be eating words along with the Diamondbacks at 9-3. and three. Yeah. It, it hurts to eat words, but I'll admit I was uh, wrong at this point. And that and that's what's great about this game, man. Is you know on paper we can say this and that, and you and I can go back and forth. But it it what I'm seeing is you know some of these younger um, organizations are are going out with nothing to lose. I love and, it, and and they're going out and playing baseball, and and um, and and it, it's an who it, I will argue until I'm blue in the face with anyone who says right now that baseball is boring. There's nothing boring about baseball. I can tell you that. And and I'm going to rival it with last night, you know, changing a little bit and I'm going to this will be one of the very few times I stray away from baseball. ESPN their first um segment the midnight I was up at midnight watching and they talked about um Russell Westbrook's um second year in a row that he's averaged a, a triple double. I could really care less to be honest. Um but you can't tell me what happened yesterday. What happened yesterday in baseball when you have two legitimate brawl, flies. Um, brawls? You have uh, um, Elvis Andrew getting hurt. You have, um, you know, there, there's too much going on for baseball not to be the headline right now. And that's my honest opinion. Yeah, no, I uh, quit with the, the mothership a few years ago. Yeah. I quit after Gary Carter died. Mm-hmm. Tim Tebow and Jeremy Lin were both in the offseason. They both got SportsCenter opening credit. I was right. homesick one day, so this is six years ago probably. Mm-hmm. Five, I don't know what year it was. And, but Gary Carter died, and that guy was a big deal. Yeah. And it, they didn't even acknowledge it the next day. They was, acknowledged it that night. There, there, I have a similar one when um, Ernie Banks died. Yeah. They were talking about you know what LeBron was doing in the summer and not talking about Mr. Cub. Um, you know, one of the you know top twenty players in history, maybe, and you don't even mention it for you know uh, you, you know an hour in the Sports Center, you know, regardless you know after it had happened, like I don't know, man. Yeah, I I don't know. I, yeah, I, we could get into that. Yeah, oh, yeah. But I want to get into the fun part right now. Yes, you ready for this? I'm ready. Here we. 
we go. It's boxing time in baseball. <laughs> uh, which brawl do you want to go with first? Um, I think for the fact that we're baseball fans, I, I think we have to go... Um, I think we have to go Yankees-Red Sox to start. I really do. Yeah. Um, um, I know you're excited. Let's uh, go jump right in, Jeremy. I'll, uh, I'll kind of go off with, with what you're going here, and we'll, I'll let you start it. Yeah, so Tyler Austin, the first baseman of the Yankees, kind of went up. He's a young guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Sox were getting kind of pounded, and he went in hard on a slide. And that's a big rivalry as is. And then... Uh, my uh, my new favorite Red Sox, Joe Kelly, Bulldog, throws one up and in, catcher knows it. Then he said, let's go. Right. How many pitchers? And he went kind of down to brace himself. He was ready to roll. Yeah. And I loved it. Right. And uh, I agree. And, and, and I don't ever like seeing – I like seeing the brawls, but I don't like seeing the brawls. You don't Absolutely. ever want anyone to be injured. But let's let's go down the line here a little bit. I'm just going to recap a little bit of this. I think the the Red Sox Yankee rivalry engaged after you know quite a few years. You know you had Pedro taking um, uh, uh, Zimmer down. Yep. You know the early 2000s. You had the A Rod Deratek. Oh, such a I remember that was like yep. wow. Yeah. Threw me off my seat kind of thing. Like here we go. You go a little bit. Deeper yet, you go Thurman Munson and Carlton Fisk going oh, at I it. I remember it. And, and, After the play at the play. Yeah. And, one, so, and they kind of held on to each other, and then it was all yeah. hell broke loose. So so now we're going Tyler Austin and Joe Kelly. I, I, I don't know if it's like – insensitive to me but I'm riled up. I like I this this gets my baseball juices going. Um in my opinion from what I saw, obviously I wasn't at the game, wasn't on the field. Tyler Austin to me looks like a punk. Okay? Um I think the um slide was dirty. Yeah. And 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 um you have some other people here that have voiced it. Per the new rule, the slide was dirty. Yes. Without the new rule, still dirty, but not a big deal. I think the rule, I think the rule change after the ugly slide a few years back completely changed the landscape of all of this. Yeah. And Tyler Austin did what any he slid hard, went a little bit higher, cleats up. Brock Holt didn't like it. But what I love about this, Joe Kelly, to me, is now it if he's not a leader in that clubhouse, the Red Sox have a bigger issue than we can see because if I if I'm on the Red Sox if I'm if I'm Brock Holt Joe Kelly went to bat for you and then stepped up again and said <laughs> you want to bring it let's do let's it let's go and to me Joe Kelly's a team like not saying he has never been a team guy because I personally don't know but that Red Sox team has to rally around him at this point yeah uh man there's just so many slides that you go back Batista slide got the fight yep Howie Kendrick mm-hmm. um Slide going against the Mets. Grinky, do you remember years ago, like four or five years ago? I think he was a Dodger at the time, goes in hard to second base and kind of uh, caught Skip Schumacher, maybe? Um, I, I, I can't recall. Okay. I honestly can't, yeah. Uh, McCray takes out Randolph. Man, that was in 1977. Right. Uh, there's just so many. Utley goes in hard every time. Yep. I'm okay with Hutley going in hard because he's a second baseman and he stands and takes it like a man too. The slide where he broke the femur, that's where I draw the line. That slide was not even remotely close. Oh, it was stupid. Yes, yes. There's a difference between being stupid and helping your team. I remember as a Reds fan, Joe Morgan went into a second baseman, didn't slide, just guy went up in the air. Mm -hmm. So instead of slide, he went and upended him. And 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 you know what? They walked off the field like nothing happened. Do you, do you remember, um, uh, you know, in the in the it'd be like the mid '90s, late '90s when Albert Bell completely, completely. Um, took uh, Fernando Vina. That, that was Vigna. Bush League. It was, but the thing is, Vina got up like you know what? I'm a little riled up, but there really not much happened after. No, no. Um, so no, and but that gets into another aspect of this. Mm-hmm. We're gonna shy away and we'll we'll wrap up the the Red Sox thing here, mm-hmm. but. How many brawls are more pushing and shoving? Uh, the majority of them. I know this. 
this the the incident we're talking about was the second time that they cleared benches in that game. Yeah, yesterday they yeah. cleared twice. First one was just kind of mouthing off. Right. Um, second one though was more. It, it's on. Well, there. What was it? Uh, maybe four or five years ago when your Reds and the Cardinals cleared benches before a pitch was even thrown. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, before the bottom of the first. Phillips had moved to the leadoff spot. That was That's 2010. Right. Yeah. Yep. And I remember that year because I went to the game that Jay Bruce hit the walk-off to clinch the division, which yep. had not been for 15 years plus right. or whatever. Yep. But, uh, yeah, no. where And Molina now this past week, too. Yep. Molina gets into it with the Diamondbacks manager. Yep. And I guess he got called the MF. Mm-hmm. And – but – Molina's got to understand, I don't think it was, you know, you're an MF. Right. It was this guy is being one. Yep. And there's there's a difference. Yeah. But Molina, you know, it's hot, but baseball's come out hot this past week. Absolutely. So, uh, let, let's get into brawls, though. Okay. M- majority of them are pushing and shoving. Yep. But you and I were doing some show prep. Yep. And we were talking about some experiences that we had each had where benches had cleared some shoving, some yep. pushing. Um, why don't you give the one that you were telling me about where your pitcher, where you actually let me give me mine, okay? Because mine was my team was justified, yours might not be so much, right? So there, there's two ways to look at it. So I was in high school, and it was a summer league, and the kid hit seven guys and was coming up and in on purpose. The umpire did nothing. The other coach did nothing. Mm-hmm. So our guy charged the mound, some pushing, shoving, maybe one fist through, but not much. It was more of a tackle. Uh. I got pulled from behind from one of my teammates before I got to anybody, and it kind of got pulled away somewhat quick, but, you know, that that was the big one where, I mean, benches were going, guys right. were on the field throwing, shoving guys. Really, everybody was just, no, we knew a lot of the guys. Right. They were just mad at the pitcher sure. for being a douchebag. Sure. Excuse my English if you're uh, offended you by that one. But, uh, so, but they had an 18-year-old. We were all like 15, 16-year-old, but we were up in, you know, the, the high school division, yep. and the 18-year-old first baseman's popping off how he's going to hit the coaches, he's going to go off, and it was like, uh, get this kid off the field, mm-hmm. cops will come or we'll, somebody will hurt him, and one of the adults can hurt him at that rate. Like, right. Tell him to shut, your, well, shut his mouth. So the coach finally pulled him out, kind of got into it with our coaches, mm-hmm. like, we're doing you a favor dipstick pull your guy out that's mouthing off right like we're not retaliating with a bunch of guys throwing down mm-hmm. we're not throwing at your guys's head yep so that one where i would have liked to see more of the guys get out there and let's go because it was justified after seven yep. seven guys i remember that number yeah. still yeah and i was one of the ones yeah. i led the league that year in getting hit i didn't get hit that game really very odd side statistic of me growing up right. i love to crowd the plate Loved getting hit because you gave me a free two bases most of the time. Yep. So, uh, yeah, but that's that's one where the team's justified. Yeah. So that was my major experience. We had a few where we popped back and forth, and there might have been something said to a guy here and there. But most of the time, you Mm -hmm. know, and I was a catcher, and I I was a hothead. That was part of my problem. Right. So I I popped a few of them. Yep. And uh, I wasn't a home run guy, so I had to bust it out of the box. But there's a few balls that I hammered that I wish I could have popped off or put my bat on just for line drive up the middle over the pitcher kind of thing. So, uh, But that that was my major experience. Mm -hmm. Like I said, a few minor ones. Sure. You had one that I I think that we need to go on the opposite end of where you didn't feel like your team was justified. Yeah, we – um, I was playing in summer ball. I, I have another one that I didn't discuss with you that that I was actually in on. Okay. Well, what's which one do you want to do first? I'll do the unju- I'll do the so the one that I wasn't directly involved in. So okay. we were playing in a summer league, um, Woodbat Summer League, and we were playing one of our rivals. You know, a historic rival with the organization we were playing with, and and um, there had been some chirping all day, and our pitcher late in the game. Um, went really up and in on the opposing batter. So at that point, um, our catcher gets involved, makes some comments about you know this and that. The batter then threatens the pitcher, saying that, um, well, you know, I have a bat and you have nothing now. Our catcher that we both know decides to tell the batter, well, it's a good thing you have a bat because you haven't hit anything all day. <laughs> So, and then it starts. 
And, and it's to the point that you sit here and go, you know what? We're yes, there's 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 uh, you know chirping going back and forth. But when you go up and in, up and in, I mean over the head. Yeah. That's when we. That's when I have an issue and say, man, I got to go in there and defend my team, even though we're completely in the wrong. And maybe not completely in the wrong, but we're in the wrong. Yeah. You 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 had a guy that lost his cool yep. at some point, and yep. I'm okay even mid back down. But once you get up in that shoulder area, guys, uh, major league pitchers aren't are good enough to to always hit the shoulder. They'll right. they'll miss and hit it up in the face area. Yep. So as non-pros and you know mm-hmm. that kind of thing, absolutely not. Right. So yeah, I get that. Hit some in the rear, move on. Yep. And so my next one, the next one that I was directly involved in, will play right into um, brawl number two. Okay. Well, let's go back to brawl one for a second. Okay. Okay. Did benches clear then? Um, kind of. Guys came kind of came out to the line, and yep. guys were creeping in from yep. the outfield, yep. that kind of thing. Um, umpire got had really good control of it. He really did. That's huge. Yep. Um, so you know, we went back and forth, but after that, I think we both kind of were at the point that okay, if this goes any further, someone's going to get injured. It's on. Yep. And so we both kind of. You know, stepped away from it, and and then you know nothing ever happened. Cooler heads me. eventually yep. prevailed. Yeah, no, but that's one where you're going. All right, what am I doing when I get up there too? That, yep. it, because we've all had the thought, like if something happens, we've all that people have been in baseball long enough. What mm-hmm. are we doing when we up there? Are we right. a guy pulling guys away? Are we going up swinging? Are we one of the ones that are pissed off? Right. Or are we ones that hey, I don't want to do this, but right. I got. You can't sit back. No. And uh-uh. so. uh Going back then, real quick to the fight last night. Yeah, Judge gets on Kelly, could have killed Kelly. Yeah, and pulls him out of there. Yeah, my I have two thoughts on that. Judge knows that it's April twelfth now, April eleventh. Yep, and they're gonna have a lot more games this year. Yep. So let's not get anybody killed week one. Yep. And also though, but did it remind you of? You know, where Jeter used to talk to Garcia Parra off to the side during the brawls? Yeah, a little. I mean, a, a little bit. I think that. Or was it he's covering his own rear? Don't come up and in on me. That's a good, that's a good way of looking at it. I think, um, uh, you know, uh, I think it has to do with, you know, some indirect things there. You know, I'm looking at a quote here that um, Brock Holt admitted. Um, I probably is a, a quote from him in an interview last night. I probably said something I shouldn't have to start the whole thing, so I'm sorry for that. I just wanted him to know that it was a bad slide, and I think everyone on the field knows that it was, and I think he knows now too. So I think in that situation, I think Judge knew that it it's not on um, Joe Kelly's shoulders. I think Judge knew that Austin was in the wrong. And yeah. and to to rabbit hole this a little bit, I think if anyone other than Austin slide if if Stanton slides in, that's one of those veteran slides that you just kind of go, "Man, I don't like it, but I'm you just And he might wear one still, but I don't think a brawl probably ensues right. from it. Like, hey, I was probably possibly in the wrong. Right. So I think that Judge might have known that, you know, he might have felt that, you know what? We aren't on the right side of this. Yeah. Um, that's just my two cents on it anyway. No, no, I think that a lot of it goes to they wanted to cover themselves mm-hmm. for later. They don't want to get hit. Getting right. hit is not great. No. So, Kelly got six games. Austin got five games. They're both instigator. Put them at the same. They're mm-hmm. all going to they're gonna lose one game or two games. It'll be three or four days. Right. Still. Uh, right. But I like to see the passion, too. I, yep. I get the passion. Yep. Not... A slide. I don't think that the slide. I think it was stupid for when it happened. Right. So if that makes sense, I think yeah. that that would make more sense than any of the other things. Sure. So, yeah. Um, getting back to your other story now, yeah. I'd like to hear it. Okay. So this one, um, same summer team, might have been the same year. Um, we're late. We're late in a tie game, and we have similar situation. Um, to the first one, it, it's a mixture of both fights. So we're going to go here. We had um, a player go in pretty hard at second base. Okay. Okay. 
So I'm leading off the next inning. Pitcher throws behind me. And I take a couple steps up, and I tell him, I said, if if you're going to do that, hit me. (laughs) Challenge him like a man. And I did. I said, if if, if you're going to throw behind me, hit me. Like, be a man and hit me. And, And ironically... After that happened, umpire says, hey, I was number 50 at the time. Hey, 50, <laughs> calm it down. And, I, and, it, and I'm like, in my head, I'm going, I really just challenged this pitcher to hit me. I end love up, it. End up getting on base. Um, but I think doing that, I, 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 I acknowledged what he was doing. Yeah. And I kind of did some reverse psychology to say, hey, if you're going to do it, hit me. Let's go. Let's do it. Um, and nothing happened after that. Unlike Nolan Arenado and uh, Luis uh, uh, Perdomo there. Um, I'll go ahead and start this one. Yeah, go. Um, you know, I, I'd done some research on it. I saw the initial um, charging of the mound by Arenado. And I didn't know what you know, started it. So what I saw here... Um, is the basically the 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 overdramatic retaliation in my opinion? Okay. Um, on let's see Thursday, so it was Tuesday. Um, uh, Margot gets hit in the ribs, and he's on the disabled list now. Yeah, had to go to the hospital. Yep, everyone's claiming it as unintentional. I personally didn't see it. I didn't think it was. In, it looked like it. It didn't get him up, you know, by the shoulder. It sure. got him just underneath in the ribs. It was a ball that got away, and sure. you could tell that there was nothing that looked right like it was intentional by any stretch, right. unless there was something that we didn't know from beforehand. Right. So, and then now the first inning of yesterday's game, Trevor Story gets hit first inning. Yep. Um, Braves retaliate and hit Hunter Renfro in the second inning. Should have been over already. Yep. So, and then Perdomo, uh, Perdomo throws behind Nolan Arenado. At that point, it's on. But what I take away from this, and I feel like I'm a boxing analysis here, uh, analyst. I love boxing, by the way. Do you? That's a, the side note. I love boxing. <laughs> Perdomo wanted no piece of Arenado. He threw when Nolan Arenado came at him, the you know the classic chuck the glove, and he was dancing backwards hard. And Nolan Arenado looked like a madman running after him. <laughs> um, and I know I've had some choice words with you back and forth, and I think I have to recant my statement. Oh, really? I said that um, Nolan Arenado kind of um, looked a certain way. Um, that's that's a, a an adult word. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm taking it back now. After I had watched the clip a couple times, Perdomo may be the one that wanted. He wanted no part of that. Man, if you're gonna come up and in, be ready. Be yeah. a Joe Kelly. Yep. Because your team will go. All right, this guy's got all on board. Yep. You know, yep. Th- those are glue guys. Yep, they are. They're clubhouse and, uh, guys. Um. I, I, and this is where for me the the policing of the game, it's it's one of those unwritten rules that we had talked about. I think last last episode, yeah. And I don't, I this this you know Padres Rockies has gone too far. Yeah, absolutely gone way too far, and it's kind of to the point, especially the Padres. Right. Really. Right. Like that's like the Reds if they're getting in a brawl right now, or the Rays. Right. Like, I understand, you know, one guy might have a personal thing, but come on. Like, let's move on here. That's not the right time or, or place. But, yeah, no, I, I get it. And I and I think if if I'm Nolan Arenado and I'm charging, I think you got to land one at least. Man, you had kind of said that he looked like the punk there for a little bit. He and, did. And then um, you, I, I told you we were talking last night at midnight we were texting. Yeah. And then this morning, like – I think that he lands one of those haymakers, and he looks like a boxing, like, UFC star. He looks like 
you know, Floyd Mayweather landing so, uh, back in his prime when he actually knocked people out instead of being a technician. Right. Um, you know, yeah. that that kind of feeling. Yeah, and, and one thing here I think we talked about, and, and I want to get your um, your um, you know, your know take on this. Um, Mark McGuire and um, Nolan Arenado were, were exchanging words. And I know Freddie Galvis... Um, you know, they were, Freddie Galvis chucked his glove as well. Um, and I, I'm taking it as Arenado and McGuire's conversation was not a very good one. From what I read, I don't know this, McGuire and him go pretty far back. McGuire tried to cool him down. He was still hot. He was frustrating McGuire. McGuire gets hot then. Right. That's how I think that it happened. You can have a lot of respect for somebody and still want to kill them for a minute. Right. And so I think that that's part of it. So um, I get it. Everybody's hot, though. Everybody's hot in that situation. Yep. And so it doesn't matter who it is at some point. You know, it's like fighting with your wife. You've you got a common goal sometimes. Right. But you got two different ways to look at it. And I think if the ball hits him in the rear, he might be mad. Might say some things, might walk down to first, but that should be it. But coming up and in like that yet again, I'm not a huge fan of it. Right. I, so. I'm not either. So. I, and I don't understand. the the If you're going to continue with it as far as retaliating, I don't know what throwing behind it really does. What it really says is I don't really want to do this, but I know that I, I See, have to. I have a thought process as a catcher. That if I help, you know, I throw a ball behind somebody, thought process is, this is it. It's over. If you come back at it, we got a real problem, and right. I'll, I'll try to hurt you then. Right. And that's my thought. Like, I'm not hitting you in the rear end then. I'm right. throwing you up and in. Right. And so, I think it's one of those thought processes too, like Nuke Lelouch kind of thing in yeah. Bull Durham. Like, yep. and this guy's crazy. Right. Yeah. Could be, yeah. So uh, I I think that's part of it too. Okay. So I think that's what the behind the batter means. You can be mad about it, you know, but know that if you've got, you know, what is Martinez, the kid for uh, Cardinals throwing a hundred mm-hmm. every pitch. Mm-hmm. You got those kind of guys that can do it and really can scare somebody and hurt somebody. You got to know what you're facing still, and to let somebody know that you can be a little crazy. Right. Is okay, too. So, yeah. Uh, it just... Uh, do you want to fight a strong man or a crazy man? I'll fight the strong man 100 times out of 100. That's, yeah. I mean, I, I, I get where you're coming from with that. Yeah. So, I, because crazy men never know when to stop. That's, that's They could true. be getting the crap kicked on, but they might land a haymaker still or a strong man. Uh, so, I think that's part of the process sure. there. So, uh, yeah, but just a, a big... Crazy week of baseball, especially. Really I'm so glad that we moved to Thursday. I know. It, it, it is so much It smarter. works out well, and it's, uh, yeah, I, I like it. I like yep. it a lot so far. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I I don't know what else really to think about these fights, but, man, it just, I'm ready for summer now. I, it, I For me, you know, here, especially here, we've got some better weather. Yesterday was uh, was a very fun Filled baseball that I didn't get to watch a lot because yeah. I, uh, I, um, you were hitting dingers at I softball. Put, I, I had co-ed softball like yesterday, so I didn't. But uh, by the base- way, can I call you out? Sure. Don't call your girlfriend slow on the base path. Here's here's what happened. So I, Jeff's I, girlfriend yeah. tweets earlier this morning or last night. I don't remember what it was. I looked at it this morning that uh, that Jeff said that she was slow on the base path. Here, Jeff. Don't do that. I've been married for almost 10 years. Don't do that. Here's what happened. She was batting, and she is a former fast pitch player. Okay. So she only has the metal spikes. Okay. So she played in shoes. And okay. you know what it's like playing on... Dirt and shoes. Um, just I just said, hey, you know what's the deal? Are you, are you feeling all right? And she goes, what, are you calling me slow? And I'm like... Well, you didn't, you know, more or less, I just said you didn't look like Ricky Henderson out there. <laughs> oh, you didn't. Um, you didn't. Can, so did you take the shovel out of your own hand? I, I, yes, yes. And so that's the whole thing. And, um, you know, but 
she uh, came through second game, had had a couple nice hits to the backside. So, uh, uh, no, it was fun. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Nice. All right. Well, I just – I wanted to call you out for fun that hey, you, I, right. I didn't tell you I was going to no, do that. No, so was, your face is a little red right hey, now. Hey, well, you know, it, it happens. And, so, no. And, uh, but, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but anyway, baseball's fully engaged now is where I was going. Yes, it, it, it's on. One thing I want to bring up the negative again okay. of baseball right now. Did you see how little people were at a few of these games? 7,000 in a Marlins game. Yep. Or was it Rays or Marlins? One of the Florida teams. Yep. And then under 1,000? At the White Sox game? Yeah, yeah. You know, granted, it's in Chicago. It's in the winter. You know, most of the fans in Chicago are going to the Cubs games. But I think the actual number was 970, 974, something like that. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 in, that's embarrassing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I know it's, like I said, it's cold, but ah, that's... That's pretty bad. That's, yeah, and I, and that's I embarrassing. Bad. And I don't know the I don't know the answer to it. Um, I I don't know if it's because of you know prices are getting out of hand, overboard of everything at the game. You know from you know the facilities that have parking to hot dogs, beer, tickets itself. You know the yeah. travel. You know I I don't know. I don't I don't know the the uh, the the right answer to it. I think that the answer is these colder weather stadiums eventually. Might have to go to their tracking roof. Yeah. And that's yep. really hard to do for some of the smaller markets or teams that aren't making a ton of money. Right. And Milwaukee's done it, did it right. Yep. Very, very good job, Milwaukee. Yeah. Nice park. I like it. I, I know I'm, I know you don't, but... I'm not convinced it's that great. Um, I went to watch the Brewers-Reds uh, last year in August, and it was... They're all awesome. cathedrals in a, in a sense, right? But it was I. I really it's not enjoyed one it. of my favorites. I really enjoyed it. So so yeah. All right. Well, let's uh let's let's call the closer here. Okay. And so my call to the closer: Would you rather be a starting pitcher that is a stud starter for a long time, but sits like a Maddox, you know, guy that throws in the low nineties? Or would you rather be the closer that can throw triple digits and do it for a while? Be good at both. But would you rather be the triple digit closer guy, or would you rather be the longevity starter? Um, this is one that I, that that I have a a, a hard time um, answering. Okay. Um, and realistically, I'd like to do both, but yeah. I I would rather be a starting pitcher. I think I I would rather have a little more control of the game and it's not a pressure situation because as much pressure as people talk about closers the I think pressure's not on the closer. I think the you know the pressure is on that starter to go five, six innings now. Um mm-hmm. and I you know I, I there's more impact on the game and you are are doing it more. Yeah, you know, uh, if I'm a starting pitcher pitching around 200 innings, I would rather do that than to be a closer, getting you know 40 saves, which is a feat in itself. Yeah, but pitching, you know, 60 innings. Yeah, no. Um. So yeah, I I think I'd rather go uh, starting pitcher. Okay. Well, I think I'd rather be the closer. Okay. I want the pressure on me. I love performing under pressure, mm-hmm. and I think that. Being the closer could be like the greatest job in baseball because everybody loves you, and all you do is close the door and have one good inning at a time. Right. So I think that I would rather throw hard and bring it at the end and say good luck hitting me. And so I'm not saying that I wouldn't want to be the starter either. Sure. There's no right or wrong here, but right. the pressure is not on the closer, as many people think. It's on the hitter. You're down. I'm not. Right. You have to beat me. Right. And as the the mentality that I would want to take is, I'm going to beat you every time. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Right. That kind of feeling. Like, sure. I know I'm better than you. Sure. So I think that's what a closer mentality does. Right. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Do you have a call to a closer? Or? I do have one for you. Perfect. Um, this is one that, that, that I've thought about, like yours, a very good one. Would you rather be the manager... Of I'll just say of the Reds, sure. Or my team. Yep. Or would you rather be the GM 
um, baseball operations guy. One of the you know one of those front office guys. Oh, coach right now. Yeah, coach has a bigger impact than the guys upstairs. You can make bad players play well. You really okay. can. You mm-hmm. you. There's a fine line being a player's manager and being you know just the old school hard butt right. about it. So I I would want to be somewhere in the middle, which is not necessarily, but I want the players to know that I've always got their best interest and they're there for me. Mm-hmm. So I I'm gonna be the manager all day. Now I think that I can also help direct what kind of guys we go get. That right. feeling, but. Sure. You know, also very much so that my rear end's on the line a lot more than the other guys. So, yep. so yeah. I, what, what about you? Um, I would agree. I would rather be the manager. I, you know, I, I, I think that, like you said, I would want um, at least my voice heard on, you know, here's, you know, I, I, and I think that baseball has changed away from that. Everyone's going to sabermetrics, which not good or not bad. You know, I, I just is what it is. Yep. Um, so a guy can, you know, uh, if I'm the manager, I should be able to say, listen, I'm on the field. I'm in the dugout. I'm around these guys a lot more. I know for a fact that on paper we have, you know, said closer, said blah, blah, blah. But I know that we need something to get to I that I need closer. a lefty that can come in right. on a pressure situation and right. strike Rizzo out. Right. And and I, I would just love to be the just – the the mentor to some of those players, mm-hmm. you know, the guy that's there that's actually having to put. Not saying that you know direct you know uh, uh, front office guys don't really use their mind, but there's a lot of decisions now with how Major League Baseball is going that these managers really have to know their stuff. Yeah. Um. And the, no longer I was a good player. Right. No, you need to know some. You know. Yep. I can hit ground ball and tell you guys. I can see what you guys see. Right. But a lot of times you notice that those guys aren't the great managers. Right. They're former catchers. They're yep. former uh, guys that had a deeper understanding of how mm-hmm. the strike zone works. Right. And you I know, think Dave Roberts was not a stud his whole career by right. any stretch, but that guy's a great manager. It's transferred or translated well, yeah. Yeah. And I think that the manager, you know, at times it feels like it does have, you know, a little harder position. You know, based yeah. on what you said with the pressure, I think that, you know, a lot of the GMs, I don't know if they have a heart when they trade guys or release guys, that managers are like, what are you doing? Yeah. Because they're there every day. Um, so, yeah, I would I would like to be a manager as well. Yeah, yeah. I, get, I get it. Yeah. So, uh, as we finish up here, the curtain call, I'm going to do the curtain call today because yep. uh, I like this one. Yeah. And it's fun. Okay. And I've been thinking about vacation lately. Okay. It's warm weather. I like to vacation. Yeah. So are you a, you know, let's, money's no, whatever. Sure. If you're you're going to get lost, not necessarily vacation, but just at home and, and nothing else matters, are you a beachfront guy or are you a, a side of the mountains guy? Um, am I taking my partner's girlfriend, wife, whatever, um... This isn't her. This is you. Okay. So, um, <laughs> is that where that question was going? My um, Ashton, my girlfriend, um, is more of a mountain. Okay. Yep. She likes. She has some family that lives in Kentucky. They travel to Tennessee quite a bit. Um, yeah. And, but she, you know, likes the warm weather as well. Yeah. Um, I'm going beachfront guy. Um, yeah. I like the warm weather. Um, I like the ocean. I don't mind going in the ocean. I won't go real far, but I don't mind it. That's how I am too yep. in the ocean. Like I don't mind going out there. And if shark comes and gets me up here, congratulations, right. buddy. But um, no, yeah, but I'm I like the same way. I like being on the beach. I like you know going and eating some fresh seafood. Maybe a walk on the beach after. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, fresh seafood. Yep. All yep. right. So I didn't text you the picture the other day. Okay. Put it on Facebook instead. I grilled personally the best steak I've ever grilled. I in my saw life. it on there. Yeah. I got it a little more done than I wanted. It was medium instead of medium rare. Yep. But steak and shrimp on the grill. I've oh, never yeah. grilled a better one. Really? Just throwing that out there. Marinated it for a little longer. Yeah. Did it a few different techniques. What kind of marinade? I used a Jack Daniel uh, yes. barbecue-ish. Yep. And uh, it was really good. Good. So, 
Yeah. Sorry. So I, no, I interrupted you all no, the way about the seafood. I love seafood. Seafood's yeah. like my go-to. Yeah, but no, just uh, you're talking about that. I'm uh, Ashton and I are um, accommodating my parents on a cruise in November. So that's, Oh, darn. Tough yeah, life. I know. So we're going to the Bahamas. We're going to... Uh, to Nassau and then uh, Princess Key, uh, um, an island that Carnival owns. So yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, My I, first I, one. So I will. I'll fit in a suitcase, and then you won't see me the rest of the week. <laughs> right. So no. Um, I'm a mountains guy. Okay. I love the beach. I love the beach. Sure. And long story short, I tried to convince my best friend after high school to move with me to the beach. Yeah. He now lives in Myrtle Beach, <laughs> and I live in middle and nowhere Indiana. Right. So. He lives out of all places, the exact place I try to get him to move. But huh. I love the beach. I sure. love the beach. And the seafood there, you just don't beat it. Right. We went to his house a couple years ago and got shrimp caught that morning. Ooh. And, and peeled it ourselves and grilled it. Really? <laughs> Different level of good. Oh, yeah. You know, not these farm shrimp that you get sure. in a bag. No, right. this is oceanfront, fresh seafood market, you know for a fact. Oh, yeah. But I'm a mountains guy. Okay. Um. Tennessee mountains are where are my favorite. Yeah, you get a little snow up further up you go, but yep. uh, log cabin. I could live off the land. I would. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm all for that lifestyle. Yeah, I love the mountains. I love the 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 view in the morning. Yeah, uh, if you're not right on the beach, then I don't love the view as much because sure. you're dealing with the traffic and stuff. Right. In the mountains, you just look over. There's mountains. The sunset oh, yeah. everywhere. Sitting on my port, I could be one of those guys that like. You know, a southerner that sits on their porch and shares stories every sure. night. Like, that's a sure. big entertainment thing for southerners. Yeah. I could do that all night. I could sit on the porch and just gaze off into the mountains yep. and be in my own world. I don't drink coffee, but I could sit there with the hot chocolate or go in the hot tub in the mountain. I could drink. In the snow. I could drink. Uh, I, I like coffee. I'm so, yeah, coffee I, I'm more of, I'll, I'll take an adult beverage kind of guy if okay. I'm sitting there. Fair and, enough. Uh, Fair I'll, enough. Oh, you want to talk about paradise would be me grilling a meal, sitting in the mountains looking over with a cold beverage after I finish the grilling, and then that night going to the hot tub. Sure. Oh, sold. Yeah. And I could do that every night. Yeah. Oh, I just, that's what I want to do. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. Cool. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, That man. went quick. I looked down and we were at our like 40 minutes. And I know. I was like, uh, I felt like we started like 12 minutes ago. I know. That one snuck up on us for sure. So, so yeah. Uh, another episode. We're going to have a guest join us here soon. Okay. I got a buddy. A yeah. good baseball mind guy. That's yeah. uh, sabermetrics a little bit. But, okay. Uh, not just some bum. He knows his stuff. So uh, we're going to get a uh, view from the cheap seats from him. And uh, yeah. he's going to come join us here soon. Maybe next week or the following week. Sure. He's going to Colorado, actually, to watch some baseball here next nice. week. So i got to work nice. up with the schedule. But uh, he's going to join us soon. We're going to uh, keep breaking down the season, keep breaking down our own experiences, sure. and go from there. So, yeah. Uh, Pocket Cast, Anchor App, iTunes, Google Play. Google Play. Share it. you got baseball friends. you got baseball fam. Send them our way. Yeah. Send them our way. We'll do the same for you. Let us know. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, Comment. You know, share us. Uh We'll get you on the podcast. We like to talk baseball. We'll oh, yeah. talk it with anybody, even if yep. we talk circles around you. Yep. Or uh, don't don't even hit your question. But, right. Uh, hit us up. So, yeah. Yep. Perfect. Another fun week, Jeff. Yep. Um, yeah, it was. I I, uh, I enjoyed that one a lot. Yeah. yeah. Makes you think so. about playing a little bit. Makes you think yep. about the brawl. Yeah. Just yeah. a different side of baseball. So And how, yep. how clubhouses work. So, oh, uh, yeah. I'm Coach Kilgore. Follow us on Twitter at Rance Baseball. I'm at Coach Kilgore Nine, so you might get a little more personal or more of my Bengals and Reds complaining. But, yep. Uh, I'm uh, at JHXLIV. You'll get uh, my uh, uncut um, MLB tweets and uh, Florida State baseball tweets and Florida State football tweets in the fall. So perfect. Perfect. Yep. All right. We'll talk to you next week.